I don't think they'll get there. I think their schedule will prevent it because I think there are a couple of built-in losses for them. But Sam Hartman will instantaneously make Notre Dame a bigger threat. Not to mention he's got a really good offensive line and a really good group of running backs behind him to hand the ball to. Um, Sam Hartman has thrown for just shy of 13,000 yards and 110 touchdowns in his career already. He has uh, very good running backs. Audric Estime in the backfield behind him leads the way almost 1,000 yards last year. They have two NFL tackles in Joe Alt and Blake Fisher to anchor that offensive line. So when you think Notre Dame, I do anyway. I kind of think ground and pound traditionally with them. It feels like they're going to be a little more balanced this year. They have a very good offensive line, very good running back, so they're definitely going to run the football. But now they've got a quarterback that can throw it all over the yard as well. Question is, who's he going to throw it to? Nobody is really an established receiver for them. Candidates are Jaden Thomas, Deion Colsey, Tobias Merriweather. They brought in a Vatek transfer, Caleb Smith. So they got options, but we'll see. It is an unproven receiving core. Still, if you're a Notre Dame fan, you are very excited to see what they look like offensively this year with Hartman now calling the shots. They also brought in a new offensive coordinator because they lost theirs to Alabama. Defensively, there are concerns, especially up front. Isaiah Foskey is the all-time school record holder in sacks, but he's gone. Um, They allowed some fourth-quarter gut-punch drives against them last year. They're going to have to have better play up front on the D-line. They got an Ohio State transfer in Javante Jean-Baptiste, which should help with the pass rush. A pretty good collection of linebackers with Bertrand, Kaiser, and Leafu. A spectacular corner, uh, Benjamin Morrison. Six interceptions last year as a freshman. He's back. And they brought in uh, uh, some nice transfers in the defensive backfield as well. So I feel okay about him at linebacker and in the secondary. Up front, defensively, Notre Dame, I'm not sure, is ready to go at it with the big boys yet. That's certainly the question mark for them going into this season. Offensively, they are intriguing. They've got a elite quarterback and elite, potentially elite offensive line of running game. That should equal success. Can they stop teams, especially late in games, is a, is a I don't know. Schedule-wise, they opening its Navy in Ireland in week zero. Navy and Notre Dame in Dublin in week zero. That's kind of fun. Then they come home to take on Tennessee State. At NC State, should win that, but it'll be an early season test. And then Central Michigan. If Notre Dame is clicking, they'll be 4-0 to start the year when Ohio State comes to town on September 23rd. Uh, Big test, but it is in South Bend. At Duke, at Louisville, USC at home. They get them in South Bend as well. Then they close the season with Pitt at Clemson, Wake Forest, and at Stanford. I mean, three games that jump out there. Uh, Ohio State and USC at home at Clemson. If they can win the rest of them, and they should, they'll be favored in the rest of them. Not that there aren't some potential speed bump games there. But they'll be heavy favorites and small to heavy favorites in the rest of them. If they can take one of those other three games, Ohio State, USC at Clemson, you're sitting at 10 and two with a nice resume. I don't think that gets you in the college football playoff. If they go 11 and one, absolutely, because that means they will have at least two wins over either Ohio State, USC or Clemson on the road. 11-1 and one Notre Dame is probably a playoff team this year. 
I don't think they're getting to that. I think 10 and 2 is more likely, maybe 9 and 3. But I think with Sam Hartman at quarterback, they might pull off one of those upsets. Notre Dame at 13, Drake, right smack dab in the middle of our countdown. What do you think? Too high, too low, or just right? I, I think it's pretty accurate. I mean, I think it could be a little bit high for them because I think by season's end, their schedule with those three teams, there's not a ton of teams in the nation that are going to take on three preseason top 10 teams on their schedule, and Notre Dame has that. And I think it's, it's entirely tough. possible that they lose all three of those games against Ohio State, USC, and Clemson. And if that's the case, I mean, I it would be hard to see them being as high as 11 come seasons in. But no, they're the, going to have to win one of those. The the big thing, like you said, though, having one of the top signal callers in college football come in via the transfer portal in Hartman, that is huge. Uh, you lose a lot to the NFL. You lose probably your top offensive player, defensive player, and Meyer and Foskey last year. But um, they'll be improved off of last year. It's just that they won't take that stride this year into 10-win team territory for me. Mm, so you predict they lose all three? Yeah, 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 yeah. If they do, you're right. I think they got to win one. I, I, I think they might. I think they will. They're either going to get Ohio State, USC, or Clemson, one of the three. But that's putting a lot of faith in Hartman. I like him a lot, so we shall see. Notre Dame at number 13. By the way, I forgot to mention yesterday, Mike Jorgensen, our friend from Oregon, their color analyst, going to join us at some point in the countdown to tell us more about the Ducks and working out scheduling with him. Quick break. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Welcome back. Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row in the Morning Show on this Wednesday, Working Man Wednesday. This hour is brought to you by the great people of Black Thunder Roofing. They're locally operated in the Norman and Edmond areas. Oh, Visit man. blackthunderroofing.com. Or give them a call at 405-473-8028 to get a free estimate or inspection. I've done a today. terrible job staying on clock today, by the way. I'm it's, sorry about that. I'm usually yeah, better than that. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll work around it. Uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line, T-Row. You know... I'm used to having to work around knuckleheads like you. <laughs> uh, out of the 405, why can't we just keep his nickname as Big Game Bob? Yeah, I mean, okay. the simple uh, thing is just Bob. is just call him Bob. I, I mean, agree. everybody knows who – when you say Bob and you're talking about OU football, everybody knows who you're talking about. So, Oh, and Big Game Bob's it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Uh, salmon Bacon Juno is unbelievable. Okay. Salmon Bacon? Bake. Oh, Salmon Bake. Not okay, salmon yeah. bacon. I don't think that. Yeah, I wouldn't think salmon bacon's a thing. Oh, I didn't. I wouldn't even think that'd be possible. That, but I thought that's what you said. So it's yeah. all right. Salmon bake. Yes, 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 yes. Um, twenty-four days until kickoff. Joe Washington's number twenty-four. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Then somebody else saying twenty-four days until kickoff. Little Joe Ward twenty-four knucklehead. So somebody else. Um, out of the four hundred five, why did you schedule Joe C Day uh, on the? opener eve of the season i think we have every year for the last few years i know yeah, last year it was yeah the last last few years for sure yeah. i mean it, it hasn't always been on that day but i'd say more often than not it's been the either the week two or three years of typically for sure he is also coming on friday this friday with us uh for a segment but that day he'll be on all three hours to location to be announced. To be announced. Um, let's see. I was happily drinking my, this is from Mike in Springfield, uh, drinking my morning cup of coffee after Toby's number 13 when I went uh, from strong black coffee suddenly <laughs> to the scotch. I've hated Notre Dame from 1957. I wasn't born for three more years. End of the 47-game winning streak, of course. Yep. Sure. Yeah. No, there's a lot of uh, disdain for the Irish out there among Sooner Nation for that and other reasons, but understandable. 
That's Still, right. they've got a really good fight song. you got to admit that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, top of the hour break, 7.58 right now. We're headed to 8 o'clock. T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday rolls on next. From the gridiron to the hardwood to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. With you on a Wednesday morning, Notre Dame came in at number 13 on our countdown today. Sam Hartman and the Fighting Irish. Oh, this is cool, Drake. I'm addicted to this uh, uh, this new thing you've sent me. I, I have uh, listened. I think uh, they do it in the 2 o'clock hour every day. Correct me if I'm wrong. But Tyler always tells uh, where people are listening from, yeah. and he's got the— During uh, locked in small Oklahoma town of the day or whatever he calls it. So um, they've sent me the ability to see this where people are listening on the app. It's awesome, man. This is this is very cool. If you don't have the app, get it. I'm looking right now. I can tell right now where everybody in the world is listening to the ref on the KREF app. All over Oklahoma, okay? Uh, every, all over Oklahoma including at Stonewall, Oklahoma, but all over. Also, Dallas, Wichita, Kansas City, Denver, Lincoln, Nebraska, San Antonio, Austin, Phoenix, Vegas, Los Angeles, San Diego, Wyoming, Chicago, Nashville, Atlanta, Orlando, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Boston, Providence, Rhode Island, Noldwick, Holland in the Netherlands, all over the United States and beyond, they're tuned into the ref right now. If you don't have the ref app yet, get it, get it, do it now. It's easy. It's a one punch, boom, you're on. I listen all the time on the app. Um, when I take a walk, when I travel, I always got the app in my headphones and uh, love it. So do the same. Right, Drake? Tell them, Drake. Absolutely. The app is a beautiful thing. Uh, we use it a lot it whenever we are on our road trip so yeah that is uh that's the it's the way to go it's the way to go you'll you'll, so long as you have service you'll have the ref handy with you bt dubs um the gridiron giveaway is coming up august 21st if you don't have it on your calendar yet make sure and put it down monday august 21st our first ever gridiron giveaway this is the 68 team giveaway in basketball only for football this year we are giving away all 68 power five conference teams plus notre dame plus the field so there'll be 70 teams given away on monday august 21st noon to 7 p.m shows will be done live from buffalo wild wings in edmund make sure you you hear that part of it it's in edmund not in Moore. we're going to edmund for this one 
get there at noon. Stay all day. We'll be giving away instant prizes every hour, very valuable ones. And the four college football playoff teams win the grand prizes. So if you walk away with a team that ends up playing for the whole kit and caboodle, you're getting the whole enchilada too. That is Monday, August 21st. Drake, uh, I just want to talk to you for a second. So if you could push the buttons that turn off everybody else, I just want to have a conversation with you for a okay, bit. Okay, okay. Uh, everybody else, we'll be, back. Okay. we'll be back. We'll be back momentarily. Oh, it's our HSS. It's our HSS. Drake, you are a Colts fan like I am. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling going into this year? Uh, I'd feel a lot better if they'd work things out with Jonathan Taylor. What happened there? I thought he was a good guy. What what went sideways there? Uh, I uh, mean, I can I can off? understand his uh, perspective on this because he wasn't a first round draft pick, so he doesn't have that kind of rookie contract that does give you a whole lot more money. So I understand he wants to be compensated, and I've heard lots of different opinions on this. That is that you know, it? He just wants to be paid, and he'd be happy, or is? Yeah, and, and the Colts are refusing I, I to pay him. I think that our owner Jim Ursay has mm. not necessarily been uh, that respectful when it's right. come to this whole conversation as well, which does has not helped the situation. So has he been never helped any combative. situation? Yeah, yeah. Uh... So it kind of sounds like they're headed towards a divorce with uh, Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, there's been rumors that uh, Kareem Hunt is possibly uh, a solution, quote-unquote, that they're looking at, um, which I thoroughly despise that idea of, like, pivoting from Jonathan Taylor to Kareem Hunt. Uh, one of the top running backs in the league to a guy that can't even make a squad right now. Um, there's been give lots of the football. Yeah, I mean you do, but you, there that's a significant drop off right there. And like, if you're able to deal him and then go sign Dalvin Cook, fine. But why didn't you just give Jonathan Taylor a bigger contract? Why did we have to make this so combative and so disruptive to the locker room? Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I he's agree. he's one of the guys that's been very vocal about like this whole video chat that the running backs of the league put together and him being one of the big proponents of, guys, we need to kind of interlock and try to get more money for ourselves because it's NFL teams just aren't paying us anymore. Well, <laughs> everybody else uh, that was – in that conversation has since broken rank and he's kind of standing alone and is without a solution as of right now, because the Colts are really standing their ground too. All right. I don't like what you're saying. You're depressing me. Um, what do you think about Anthony Richardson, man? You know, I wasn't a huge fan of the pick at the time, but you know, once you see some videos of him slinging the football around practice. the rock. It's just different coming out of his hand. That's right. And just moves so smooth in the pocket. I mean, it kind of sounds like they're wanting him to be the day one starter, but I'm hesitant to like point to that as the best solution to start the season. But it's not like Gardner Minshew's going to take you to the playoffs either. So... I, I'm I'm pretty excited about uh, the Richardson kid. Mm-hmm. What about you? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? I liked the pick at the time, and I also am excited about him. Um, I mean, it is impossible not to see his size and speed, and I think not be excited about him. Now, I understand you got to be accurate too, and time will tell whether he can do that. But he has a chance to be. Uh, one of the unique weapons in all of the NFL has a chance. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm excited about him. Yeah. I don't like Jonathan Taylor's situation right now, but I got optimism. Yeah, I do as well. And the big thing that everybody's kind of pointed to that gave me a lot of optimism whenever the Colts drafted him was uh, 
if he can like video breakdowns of him whenever he has good technique, good footwork, and all of that, um, versus when he doesn't. And that's kind of whenever uh, his accuracy just goes in the tank. And basically, a lot of guys that uh, do deep looks into on like uh, YouTube channels and on Twitter and stuff like that, saying like if he this is a pretty easily fixed thing for a quarterback Mm -hmm. and if he can fix it you're talking about a guy that could be a superstar so Mm -hmm. that's kind of what's uh started to give me a little bit more optimism about the pick and then he's just looked smooth in practice so far so we'll see how he looks in some preseason games though did you see that the orioles broadcaster is back on friday yes absolutely uh the uprising has worked yeah yeah how about that twitter twitter outrage uh Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown. Kevin Brown. Yeah. Uh, Not Kevin the Brown. pitcher, but the play-by-play guy. His uh, suspension is uh, is going to be lifted, and uh, he's coming back. Who knows? Maybe uh, the play-by-play guy also broke his hand uh, punching a wall, too. So, mm. Yeah. Uh, what a what – a, uh, I, I would love to know the conversations inside the Orioles management offices yesterday when they were absolutely getting trashed. Uh, Well, and like, why is it that it's they're waiting until Friday is what I didn't necessarily understand. Yeah. Why not now? Yeah. I don't know. Unless he's like, you know, gone on. Unless he's like, uh, you guys told me to be gone for these weeks. I'm in uh, Barbados right now or wherever. It's possible that's true. These major league guys take vacations in the middle of the season. So, which I always think is interesting. I mean, it's a long season, don't get me wrong, but there is also an off season. So, yeah. um, happens a lot, and especially with your, a lot of your older play by play guys start to where they stop traveling with the team in the regular season as well. Yeah. Like, some of them just do home games, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, good for him. I guess he's coming back. I never heard that there was more to the story like was speculated yesterday. So if if what we heard was the totality of it, and that's the reason he was suspended, then uh, it's ridiculous, and he should be back. And he's more popular than ever. Like, he's the big winner in all this because everybody rushed to his defense yeah. over the last couple oh, of we, days. Oh, we have to put the rest of uh, somebody point out. Oh, we, oh, I forgot. We, we forgot to put everybody uh, back on. Uh, all, right, all right. Sorry. Beep, bop, boop. All right. We're back. Apologies, everyone. That went longer than I expected. I yeah. uh, completely apologize for that. Um, one more question for you here. Yep. OU Radio Crew. Mm-hmm. Final year in the Big 12. Yeah. Where are we going this year? Uh, Stillwater. Mm-hmm. Um, Lawrence, Lawrence, Provo, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Provo. That's it, right? That's it. Yeah, Dallas. Uh, I mean, Dallas. that's yeah. that's the other one. But yeah, is there a place you're looking forward to more than others out of those? I mean, four? Provo's the the unique one there, right? I mean, that's the one that I'm most looking forward to. Cincinnati will be fun, especially if we're able to sneak into. Great American Ballpark for Friday evening. So, I mean, the two new road trips are the ones that appeal most to me. I mean, Lawrence will be nice in terms of uh, being able to have a game within driving distance. I mean, it's the same for Stillwater and Dallas as well. Um, Stillwater's a dump. Not looking forward to that, but we'll get through it. Stillwater's a nice stadium. We just hate their radio yeah. booth. It's the most OSU thing ever that, oh, we built this big new stadium. Uh, and somebody points to uh, Arlington as well. Yes, hopefully Arlington is yeah, in, hopefully. In, the, in the future as well. Um, it is the most OSU thing ever, though, that, hey, we built this new stadium. All right, everything's done. Oh, we forgot to put coaches booths and broadcast booths on the stadium okay well we're just gonna basically put a double wide on top of this great stadium's roof that we just built awesome. yeah and they've never really gone back and kind of like fancied it up or anything no. either it's just no. it's awkward looking yeah but it's a nice big booth the windows just don't open 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, I, no, I think Provo's the answer. I think Provo's the answer for everybody, right? Sooner, that's the game Sooner fans are excited yeah. about this year. Uh, at road game that Sooner fans are excited about this year. We've been to Cincinnati before, not the stadium we're going to, assuming they don't move it to Paul Brown Stadium or whatever the Bengal Stadium is named now. We played them there 2009 or 10. I was on the sidelines for that game. Um, but not to uh, the on-campus stadium where I think we're going to play them. So, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a fun trip. We're going to Cincinnati for everything this year, I think. Oh, really? I think, I think they're playing – well, Cincinnati's one of our basketball teams that we got home and home with. Okay. So we're playing them twice. And I don't think baseball's been re- released yet, but I saw some speculation out there, so it could be inaccurate what I saw. But um, somewhere during the season I was visiting I – honestly, I can't remember. I'm not trying to – uh, protect anybody's identity but one of the places we were visiting one of the broadcasters had a schedule of what the big 12 had given everybody of what it's going to look like next year and it had us going to cincinnati mm. for a series okay so that could not be true i don't know but if it is that's that's all three of the biggies anyway absolutely uh but yeah provo i mean you just look at the pictures of that stadium and um there's some history there uh, with, you know, the Steve Youngs and Ty Detmers of the world. And, yeah. and yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. So, now, I was asked what Big 12 uh, place I'm going to miss the most. Is uh, is there one for you? Um, Location, destination? Yeah. I mean, probably the one that I'll miss the most. Football. Football wise is, I guess Waco. I really, it, that's a trip that I always seem to enjoy. They've got a nice booth up there. Also, uh, I usually make it a point to stop at the uh, check stop in West Texas yeah. for some kolaches. So, mm-hmm. um, I would probably say Waco. I I don't hate really, honestly. Aside from Iowa State because we usually drive that one, even though it's a very long trip. Um, I really don't hate any of the road trips in the Big 12. Um, that's probably the one I would say I miss the most, though. Because, I Wait, mean, Dallas is obviously going to stay uh, right. with OU Texas. Um, it sounds like Arlington's in the mix for the SEC Conference Championships now, too, yeah, possibly. Maybe. So, yeah, uh, that's probably my answer. It's probably my answer. What did I you What see, did you no, say was the one you'd, you'd miss the most? Because I we asked which is the one that you'll miss the least. That's right. That's what you asked. Yeah, that's right. I don't think we uh, – you asked me. I get that from – like, Baylor is a, a uh, very nice – because a lot of it for us has to do with the booth and the stadium. And like you mentioned, the other things around it, like uh, the check stop or places we like to eat and things like that, it's way more than just – uh, do we win there? Yeah. And so uh, Baylor has an incredible booth, and it is ju- it's an awesome setup for us. And we've had some good memories there. Not the last time we went, yeah. but we've had some very memorable victories there. The 19 one is the one that I always go back sure. to. Sure. So. Uh, I, I kind of like anytime we go to Fort Worth, I do get a headache with where they have us positioned there. It's a very bad booth, but, but the set of – uh, facilities they have there is good, but I, that wouldn't be my answer. So I, I think Baylor's as good of an answer as any. Okay. K-State, windows don't open, can't stand it. Same with OSU. Iowa State's a long drive. West Virginia's hard to get to. Uh, what am I missing? Kansas, nobody's ever there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm missing something. Missing something. Okay. Texas Tech. Texas K-State? Tech's yeah. fine. It's Texas, just longer to get to. Yeah. But it's it's a good setup. They, and they as the best uh, food that they serve us too out of any of the big. Great teams, food. So. Great food. That's a part of it. Food. Uh, you know, food is a big part of it for us. But I I think your Baylor answer is uh, good enough. Good enough. Not good enough that I'm not ex- excited that we're going to the SEC though. Very much more so. Break time. We'll be back. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? 
Final hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show rolls on. This hour is brought to you by RK Black. They've been in business over 70 years now. RK Black, they bring you the best in office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. I'm sure Toby has the uh, app pulled up, uh, app map pulled up as far as uh, where people are listening. I'm sure there's plenty of you in Kansas that need technology solutions. RK Black can take care of you. Give them a call at 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com for more information. See how it is. They make your business more efficient. Um, one, hang, on uh, hang on, hang on, just a yeah, second. Okay, yeah, hang on, just, yeah. just a okay. second here. I'm okay. help you here out we go. That. Here we go. Kansas, Kansas. Uh, well, oh, we're big in Wichita right now. Okay. Uh, I got one. That doesn't give me a city on that one. It just says out in the country. Must be somebody on a tractor out there. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Kansas City. A bunch of listeners right now. Yeah, they're they got their ears on in Kansas. Oh, that means that they're probably listening in uh, Missouri as well. Uh, by the way, uh, no news on the OU football camp front. Our uh, OU camp updates brought to you by Neutral Vodka Seltzer. Neutral Vodka Seltzer is the official sponsor of OU Athletics, made with only vodka, seltzer, and real juice to offer a deliciously clean, light, and refreshing taste. No news is good news when it comes to OU football camp, though. Um, no injuries to speak of, nobody getting in trouble or anything like that. So Knock on wood. Knock that's on right. wood. Knock on wood, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, Kendallmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, when you say Bob, I think of BFC out of the nine one eight. Um, the four hundred five says a segment for Josie. Is that long enough for him to say hello? Yep, yep, it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, some people saying that they're having problems with the app on their browser. I went and reset it. So, uh, and some people saying that it's, uh, crashing on them as well, which is not great. I've gone and reset it. It's possible that it's a provider issue though. So, um, Mike says that he's using the app right now and he loves it. My favorite part of the app is the reception on it. It's always awesome. Plus when the station goes to alternative local coverage, I still get my fix on all day awesomeness okay um please only give 69 teams away for teddy uh he'll appreciate a 69 team giveaway and second no one wants texas as their team boomer okay uh i mean i might let ted pick uh who's gonna be the 69th team or who's gonna be under that card okay all right Unless you want that honor. Do you want to choose whose team no, 69? I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, Toby, Leeds versus Birmingham on Saturday. Season opener. Thoughts on the Leeds season ahead. Tottenham opens up with Brentford. Come on, you Spurs. Actually, Leeds has already played a game. Have they? Uh, they yeah, they had a draw in their season opener on Sunday with Cardiff, uh, fell behind 2-0, came back, rallied, scored in the 97th minute to tie it. We have a ton of injuries right now. So just trying to kind of uh, hopefully get off to a fast start, but just down so many guys, I don't know how realistic that is. So I don't know all these championship teams very well yet. I'm going to have to learn it. Uh, you gotta, they got to finish top two. I think three teams three teams uh, move up at the end of the year, so you got to finish top two or third through sixth, play a playoff for that third spot. So I'll keep you updated. I know everybody loves my Leeds updates. But right now, League, one that can't game be bad, in, right? One draw. What'd you say? I said, uh, quoting Ted Lasso, championship league, that, that's good, right? No? Yeah, yeah, no? Oh, okay. We get Shrewsbury Town uh, today in the uh, EFL Cup. Ooh, I love a afternoon. good Shrewsbury jam. Uh, <laughs> Orioles fans were fr- uh, chanting free Kevin Brown last night. Oh, really? That's okay. funny. So they're they're actually in Baltimore, and they still aren't bringing them in the booth. Interesting. Uh, Tommy in Kansas. Men, if I read another X message correctly, uh, Kevin Brown stepped in for the radio play-by-play the same evening he was below. Yeah, that is correct. Um, yeah, the radio guy didn't wear the right shirt. Yeah. So he got suspended for yeah. a series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he only he only got to do the radio play play uh because the real the regular 
didn't wear the right shirt. So. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, Real lenient uh, management they got there yeah. at the Orioles. Yeah. That's uh, super Real reasonable. laid back group of folks. Super reasonable. Um, let's. Did he just say we have not played very well in Tampa? Get him off the air. Get him off the air. Doesn't he know how good we've always been? No, he does not, clearly. Uh, let's see. Out of the 580, there will be new traffic coding on the north side of the stadium at uh, Boone Pickens. I ran the installation of it regretfully. Okay. What does that mean? I guess they just redid some of the like parking lot and stuff like that. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, did, you, oh, did you secretly put an OU in it somewhere? Yeah, yeah, please, please tell us that you did something, some type of shenanigans there. Uh, the national champ, Big Rich in OKC, points out that the Natty is in Houston. So, hey, we could make a road trip to Houston this year. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, that would be wonderful, right? Yeah. So be, the national championship game is in Houston this year? I guess so. That's what somebody's saying on the text line. What are the, where are the semifinals this year? You would ask me this. No, I'll look it up. You, you go yeah. ahead and read text messages, okay. and I'll look it up. Uh, Sean says, that. koalas eat kolaches. Who knew? That's right. <laughs> uh, somebody on the text line says, out of uh, Texas, says, Slavacek is better than the check stop. Hmm. Okay. What do you think about that? Okay. I'm willing to give it a shot. Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl are the semifinals this year and okay. the uh, championship game January 8th, NRG Stadium in Houston. Okay, there you go. Uh, out of Tribune, Kansas, the 620 area code uh, says, listening here from the pig farms and Tribune on the app. I love a good fig farm. I hope we get some more of that Figs, fig bacon. All soon. those figs. That yep. was delicious. Uh -huh. Delicious. That fig bacon. Mm -hmm. By the way, Travis Davison did text me, by the way, if there's a person that would know whether or not salmon bacon's a thing. Apparently, it is a thing, and he says it's really? delicious. Yes. Salmon bacon? Salmon Fish bacon? bacon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't fathom it. Yeah. I feel like it would be too lean, you know? Like, it would just, like, all sizzle away. Yeah. There would be nothing left. But I'm willing to try it. I love salmon, and I love bacon. Um, I love fig bacon, so why wouldn't yeah, I love fig salmon bacon? Fig bacon, why not salmon bacon? Mm -hmm. uh, Can I my Chevrolet text line out of the 405? The only time I have trouble with the app is when I'm driving. It doesn't play well with my Android automobile. I didn't realize that uh, Android was... Uh, I knew there was Apple CarPlay. I didn't realize that there was Android hmm. CarPlay what, as well. what kind of vehicle do you think that is? I don't know. Whoever that is, let us know what kind of vehicle has oh. uh, Android setup in it. Yeah. Um, 918 Land Thief... Uh, this is something that you can address on the other side. Uh, wants to know where uh, do the Sooners wrestling program fit in the new conference alignment? Do they say in the Big 12? And also somebody earlier wants uh, your perspective on the smaller sports with uh, for OU with all the realignment. All right, very good. We'll touch on that uh, next. 8.34 in the morning. T-Row in the morning show rolls on on a overcast Wednesday next. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? Toby and Drake back with you. All right, we've got a question before the break about wrestling. Uh, last I had heard, and I've reached out to somebody during this break, the that OU had applied to stay in the Big 12. Uh, there's only one SEC school um, that... Missouri, right? Missouri has wrestling. That's it. So OU applied to stay in the Big 12, and uh, okay, yes, they have. They it looks like they will do that. So wrestling will remain in the Big 12, which is uh, an odd collection of schools. The Big 12 in wrestling is OU, OSU, West Virginia, Iowa State, and then you've got like North Dakota State, Wyoming, Air Force. Um, Cal Baptist, I think now, Northern Colorado. It's it's an odd collection of teams, but that's the Big 12 Conference in wrestling. It doesn't exist in the SEC. So it sounds like Oklahoma will stay in the Big 12 in wrestling. As for uh, other sports, men's gymnastics, it, there is no SEC for men's gymnastics. I'm trying to think it's like, 
MPSF or something like that, the conference that they're in. I can't remember. Maybe you remember it, Drake. But um, I can look it up. They are in that, you know, kind of an odd conference, too, with Stanford and Air Force and uh, uh, interesting collection of teams there. There isn't men's gymnastics, as I understand it, in the SEC. Obviously, there is tremendous women's gymnastics in the SEC. So just kind of going through the list here, uh, I think the person asked how OU teams size up in the in the SEC. Is that kind of what they were asking? Uh, uh, baseball is going to be, you know, obviously a tremendous conference. Basketball, maybe a half step back from, I think, from the Big 12. You got Kentucky, the blue blood there. Uh, track is off the charts in the SEC. So Arkansas, Florida, Texas A&M, always great. LSU, always great there. So that will be a big-time step up. Football we talk about all the time. Golf is tremendous in the SEC. Uh, I mean, golf is great in, in the Big 12, too, but you're taking Texas with you, so that's going to big-time hurt. I, yeah, it's going to be better. Golf will be better. I mean, Vanderbilt, Florida, Alabama's got a great program, LSU. Yeah, it'll be a step up in golf as well. Yes, Drake. Uh, it, it, actually, I had misread that text message. It wants your opinion on how it is that all the conference realignment as a whole is going to impact a lot of these smaller sports having to travel more and further oh. distances and so well, on and so forth. I mean, that's it. They're going to have to travel further distances. They're going to do it. I mean, Oklahoma is going to make significantly more money in the SEC. And they are going to spend some more money in the SEC. Now, it's going to be a net profit. They're going to make more than they're going to spend. But it's going to cost more to live in the SEC because of the increased travel. There is no doubt about it. So the impact is going to be uh, more travel. Longer travel, to some extent, a lot of places... Uh, that you could go by bus in the Big 12. Now, not as many places. So soccer is, uh, you know, going to make some air, make some flights. It's going to be more expensive. But um, it's not going to be like Oregon living in the Big 10. And there are, you know, there's some Arkansas and Texas and Texas A&M and Missouri that are drivable. LSU would be a pretty long drive. Um, but yeah, I mean that. Uh, I think the impact is, for the most part across the board, better, more prestigious competition, more high-profile competition. That's a win. That's a win. I don't think. I could be wrong. I don't think you could go to a sport, a head coach, on campus, who would tell you they aren't excited and don't think it's going to be better for them to be in the SEC. Maybe somebody out there will correct me on that. But I uh, certainly Brent Venables, uh, Porter Moser, Jenny Baranchek, um I mean, maybe basketball is the one, one uh, uh, that wouldn't say that. I don't think they would say it. But maybe basketball is the one where you're like, you know, Big 12 is the better conference. But uh, everybody's excited, and I think that for the vast majority of them, it is a not just a win, but a major win. Does it mean they're going to have to get on an airplane more often? Yes. Um, but, you know, they're going to be playing in a, a whole lot more high-profile competition, a whole lot more profile conference, and making more money. So I don't know that there's there's very many if any coaches or sports out there that would say we wish we were staying in the big 12 did i answer it drake yeah i i think that it and like the main thing is is that most of these moves are being paid for by i mean that was kind of the hold up on washington going to the big 10 is like we're going to need some extra dollars because of all of the extra travel fare that we're gonna have to pay not necessarily for football but for all of the other sports that don't pay for themselves. Let's, let's take baseball. That, that's the one I'm most familiar with, okay? Mm -hmm. Baseball in the Big 12 currently would bus 
to every opponent except West Virginia that they play in the Big 12. Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas, Baylor, Texas Tech, bus, all of them. Now, is that, a, is that, is that just Virginia. for weekend series? Like, for a – I know this is a different question, but, like, for Wichita State, for instance, a midweek game, would bus. you guys – you would bus still? Okay. Yeah. They would bus – they bus everywhere they play unless they go for, like, one of those, uh, you know – early season if they're going to play in san diego or something you know then they'll fly out there and they fly to west virginia but other than that they bus everywhere in the big 12 regardless of of distance arlington games bus houston bus uh you know what i take that back houston last year this isn't a Big 12 team, but they, they played Houston last year when they weren't in the Big 12, and they flew down and back. So I, I stand corrected there. I think in the past, though, when they've gone to that Minute Maid Classic, I think it had bust down and back. So, uh, so, But for the vast majority of games, almost everything except for West Virginia, baseball buses. In the SEC, and I'm just guesstimating here, you will bust to Arkansas, you will bust to Texas, probably Texas A&M. Probably Columbia. What is it to Columbia? Seven? Six or seven hours, probably, yeah. I don't know about that one. But I would imagine they're flying everywhere else. I would imagine. So that's one, two, three, three and a half schools you could bus to. And the rest of them you're getting on a flight. So, obviously, that's expense. You know, that's going to cost more. It's part of it. But I don't think the kids mind that at all. You know, I mean, you're going to get there they, faster. They probably prefer to fly anyways. Absolutely. Now, there's some flight situations that are horrendous. Like one year we went to West Virginia and we connected through Las Vegas and then went to Pittsburgh and down, and that's just like a 14-hour day, and Ugh. it's crazy. Those, no, but it may, it's better than bussing to West Virginia. So I don't think the kids mind it at all. It just costs more. That's all. I mean, and and the conference is going to be just so prestigious and awesome that I, everybody's fired up about it in baseball. Now, the, our busing partner may not be as fired up about this, but I'm sure we're going to. We're going to find uh, somebody's the official airline of the University of Oklahoma coming up sometime soon, I would imagine. 8.48 in the morning. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. No Plank this week. No TJ Perry this week. Still me and Drake as we wrap up a uh, Wednesday edition T-Row in the morning show. Any text messages to clean out here, uh, Drake, before we end the show today? Absolutely, T-Row. Uh, we just have Dan in Madison, Mississippi. Says, go Man City. All right, yeah. Big Man uh, City fan down there. Okay. Big, big Rich in OKC wants, uh, since they do have salmon bacon, how do they make pigs and salmon? Uh, it's a very open-minded salmon, I'm sure. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Pigs are pigs. They're open-minded, right? They'll eat anything. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Out of the 806, you guys make my day. Have had a hard few months. My uh, brother passed away in the last oh. year. Mom fell and uh, had to go into skilled nursing. And I can listen to you and get a good laugh. Keep up the good work. Well, awesome. Awesome to hear that at least you're getting something out of uh, life that's putting a smile on your face. And if, if us yeah. uh, being stupid for three hours helps, then... 
We'll keep being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about uh, the yeah, year. Yeah, that is oh. a rough year, though. That is a rough year. Um, let's see. Lloyd out of the 918 says, I have made fish jerky, and it is the nastiest thing I've ever eaten. Have you ever had any kind of fish bacon? Have you ever heard of this? I think we're being you know, punked right uh, now. You know, I haven't. And But I, Travis is somebody that, uh, you know, Culinary yeah, oh wise, no, he tries he tries a lot of different things out there. So absolutely, yeah. Now he's if, in the know. If uh, it's out there and Travis Davison hasn't tasted it, if the Grow Boy hasn't tasted it, as he's named on the text line, then hmm. it probably doesn't exist, or it's the, not. The worth person eating. was referring to a salmon bake. I just misunderstood. A salmon I bacon. Will, I'll stick. I'll stick with a salmon bake. Yeah, as my preferred method of consuming salmon. Um, someone in the 918 just says it's not good for wrestling as far as having to stay with the Big 12. I mean, well, like, Missouri's still in the though? Big 12, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, what are the options? I don't know the wrestling landscape enough. Yeah. There aren't a lot of wrestling schools out there anymore. By the way, MPSF is Mountain Pacific uh, Sports Federation, by the way. Okay. So is that – I was That's, pretty close if yeah. I didn't nail it. I was yeah. pretty close. That's men's gymnastics. That's right. Okay. I don't know what, like, if this person says it's not good to stay in the Big 12, well, I don't know what the options are. Yeah, I, I, I mean, unless you're going to go to the Big 10 in wrestling, but, I mean. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody out there as more advanced than us can, can let us know what the options are. Um, uh, you know what? Let's dedicate all of tomorrow's show to <laughs> the landscape of collegiate wrestling. <laughs> yes. Under collegiate realignment. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. See if you can book us some big-time guests in the wrestling world. Uh, Maggie out of North Carolina area code 910 uh, says, Our softball team plays coast-to-coast every year. They already travel. Uh, That is true. Patty is known for those West Coast uh, series that she'll play. I'll make a prediction for you. Okay, go ahead. I think Oklahoma will travel less Mm. now. Softball, I because of Love's Field, yeah, and uh, wanting to play more home games perhaps than they have in the past. I think you'll see them maybe dial back some of that travel a little bit. Just a prediction. And the last one here on the text line, Chapstick wants to know: Is OU going to buy their large fleet uh, back again? By the way, back to softball for a second. Mm-hmm. Everything I said about baseball would apply to softball, too. Mm-hmm. If, when they play Big 12 competition, currently they bus. Now they'll be getting on a plane a lot more. Now, softball does tend to play more uh, early season games on the coast, whereas a lot of baseballs is in Arlington or Houston or kind of in the Midwest. They, they do go to Florida or California from time to time, but not as often as softball does. All right, that's it for us today. Uh, countdown Notre Dame at number 13 today. We will hit number 12 tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The 